Thank you for tuning in to the Grace for Purpose podcast, where we are connecting you with the resources and motivation you need to fulfill and protect your purpose. All right. So thank you everyone for joining us tonight on Grace for Purpose podcast. I have a really, really special guest um, that I have known for pretty much a good portion of my life. I'm pretty sure that you guys will be blessed to hear about her story, the work that she's doing. Um, So we have Miss Angel Bartlett joining us tonight. And Angel is a mother. She's an author, motivational speaker, coach, and then also she's a therapist. Recently, she launched a nonprofit called Girl I Got You, which is really awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit about Angel's books, her projects, and more tonight. Angel, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. So first and foremost, it is an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. As you say it, um, so I am a psychotherapist in the Northern Virginia area, and I recently stepped out on major faith and opened up my own practice, which is called um, Let It Go Coaching and Counseling because I believe there's power in forgiveness and there's power in letting it go. And I also recently launched my nonprofit organization, which is extremely near and dear to my heart, um, which is called Girl, I Got You because every woman, every sister, every girl needs to know that there's another woman out here that will pour into them, speak life, and su- support them um, non judgmental when they need it. Definitely. Yeah. We can all relate to that. Everybody has a story that sometimes you don't know how to get out there, sometimes you don't know how to move forward from it. So, those are both really awesome ventures that you've gone into. So I know that you've written a couple books. So tell us a little bit about the books that you've written. Absolutely. Um, So the first book, uh, when I had no idea that I had a gift or a skill or could even write a paragraph, right, um, is titled Wounded But Not Broken, The Life of a Therapeutic Foster Child. And so that book was years of me writing um, just my traumatic past as a child. Um, you know, I grew up in foster care. Okay. And was mentally, physically, and sexually abused by um, family members. And so I entered into foster care roughly when I was about 11 years old. Sure. And, um, I aged out at 21. And okay. so throughout my journey, um, I started really writing the book, Wounded But Not Broken, um, when I was in undergrad. And it was just sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night and God would put something on my heart or I would have some thoughts or maybe even some pain mm-hmm. um, or maybe something, you know, provoked a, a, a specific image in me. And I just began to write and I, I wrote kind of throughout the years just about my life when I would recall certain things. Um, And then eventually it used to be prophesied to me all the time um, that I was going to be an author and a bestseller. And I'm thinking, girl, I have my GED, how I'm gonna write a book, right? Um, But to God be the glory, I birthed this book. In 2010, um, in the title, it it was something that was struck in me um, one night late at night when I was on my way to do something I had no business doing. Um, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, wounded, but not broken. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so your your story, I know that it's going to touch so many different um, ladies. So I recently actually connected with a young lady that she is, what's the best way to put it? It looks like she, what she's doing is trying to mentor to some people that have grown out of the foster care system. Because okay. once you hit a certain age, you know, it's like, some people just, they send you off into the world. So I think that it's super important that, you know, that the world still knows that just because you become an adult, you still have a family unit when you, you know, you were in foster care. So I think that would be actually a really good connection. I don't have to mention your books to her so that she's aware of that, definitely. So how has God's grace and protection help you to fulfill your purpose while healing from your wounds? Mm. Great question. How has his grace and protection, my, 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 that'll make me shout. <laughs> well, first and foremost, we know that his grace is truly sufficient, right? Definitely. But before I knew anything about his grace, um, mm -hmm. his hand has always been on my life. Uh, there are not a lot of people that can truly have endured the things that I have endured in life as a child. Right. Um, to survive and not only to survive because there's such a fundamental difference in surviving and thriving, right? Definitely. You can survive just by getting up, right? right. But does that mean that you are actually thriving? Does that mean that you are actually living a purposeful life? Mm -hmm. So I think throughout my journey of getting to know um, myself and God, I like to call people angels, right? And there were angels that God always put in my life for a specific reason and a specific And those angels taught me about grace and they taught me about love and they mm -hmm. taught me that, you know, the times that I survived the rape or the times that I survived you know, um, when I was being combative with police officers or when I was homeless and sleeping under trees. Right, right. That was mm -hmm. on my life the entire time as a little girl and didn't even know it. So. Didn't realize it, definitely. And so sometimes things happen that we don't realize until we become adults. Um, so that's definitely, like I said, I know you have an awesome testimony that's going to bless so many people. So... Now, what would you say is your passion in life and how did that help you discover your purpose? Because a lot of people don't know that there is a difference between purpose and passion. Mm -hmm. So I would say that I am grateful to be able to operate in both. Mm -hmm. uh, my passion, and I know without a shadow of a doubt um, that God has called me to a ministry to minister to the wounded, to the broken. Definitely. Um, and to women specifically, right? Um, I think oftentimes, especially being young and trying to live a, a life of a discipleship, um, we are afraid to be vulnerable about things that we struggle with as women, as young adults. Sure. And I think that part of my passion is being able to serve in a capacity that's non-judgmental, but still accountable, Definitely. right? Um, the Bible talks about that the truth will set us free. And so therefore, in order for you to be set free, you have to first know your truth and Definitely. honor your truth right. so that you can walk in your truth. And I always tell women, you know, if when you look yourself in the mirror, if there is something that you do not like about yourself, mm -hmm. you have the power and the authority 
in the dominion to change it. And so it's an honor to be able for me to operate in my purpose, because my purpose is to serve God's people. Definitely. And passion is absolutely women. Definitely. And so you've been able to tie everything together, which, bring, which brings us back around, first of all, to your nonprofit. So tell us a little bit about your nonprofit. When did you get started? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So girl, I got you. Whew, I'm not going to cry. I said I wasn't going to cry. It's extremely passionate to me. Um, so girl, I got you was something that was birthed in me, man, years ago. And once again, it was kind of that conversation that I was having with God. Like, I don't have the capacity. I don't know anything about a nonprofit organization, but it was a passion. Right. Um, and at the time when I first started it, well over 13 years ago, it was actually going to be called Angels All Around because okay. we all angels all around. Right. But throughout my journey um, in ministry uh, specifically and being a single parent, mm -hmm. uh, being condemned uh, and having to rob Peter to pay Paul and not knowing many days and many nights how I was going to take care of my children pay daycare, pay dominion, pay Cox, yeah. pay the electricity, pay the car note. Um, throughout those trials and tribulations of my life, I remember sometimes going to the mailbox. And again, I had my, you know, my master's degree. So if you think, you know, $50,000 or $60,000, the reality of that is once the IRS takes their cut, you can't really take care of two children right. with assistance and pay all that you're responsible for off of a fifty or $60,000 income. Right. And so one day I remember going to the mailbox. And again, I used to I always write my visions down. Whenever God gives me something, I write it down. And I remember one time I was going to the mailbox crying because I knew I would get a bill out. Yeah. And I was like, man. I was like, I would just love to be able to go to the mailbox one day and get a letter that says, girl, I got you, girl, I see you, and your son's daycare has been paid in full for a month, mm -hmm. or your rent has been paid in full for a month. And so I thought, hmm, well, why can't I be that person that so right. women so right. that they go to their mailbox or go to pay their daycare or to talk to the director about making a payment arrangement. And they're like, oh, Mrs. Har Ms. Harrison, no need to worry. That's mm -hmm. covered for the month. Right. Right. Definitely. So definitely. Our, uh, girl, I got you essentially was birthed to make sure that every woman and every girl transitioning out of foster care. Mm -hmm. was out of foster care and you said something earlier that was extremely important I didn't have the tools to be independent right. I didn't know anything about financing budgeting saving retirement plans I didn't have mm -hmm. those skills and so that's another piece to girl I got you is really making sure that those youth that are transitioning out of foster care who don't have a permanent home right don't right that we are able to provide that support to them. Definitely. And I think that's so important because a lot of the stuff you don't learn in school to begin with. And then if you don't have that strong family foundation to keep carrying over after you do, 
graduate out of foster care, then you're kind of just, you know, in this world trying to figure it out by yourself. So that's definitely awesome. Mm -hmm. So you did touch on the inspiration behind launching your nonprofit. So how does that tie into your, your program that you have let it go coaching? Let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So it amazes me at just how uh, grateful and unique that God is and how he brings Mm -hmm. everything full circle. Well, as you know, um, there are a lot of people who cannot afford therapy. (laughs) And there are a lot of women Mm -hmm. out who really need therapy. And not only do they need therapy, they need someone that's relatable. They need someone who's transparent. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the way that the two of them tie in is my ultimate goal for the nonprofit and the for-profit agency is to be able to provide pro bono therapeutic services to women, let's say that are transitioning from um, incarceration in their child foster care, right? And so they need that reunification piece. And maybe they have to complete a, par- a parenting class okay. or maybe some type of support, or maybe they've been court ordered to mm-hmm. do therapy, but they can't afford, can't afford it. it. I've right. been in that situation. Okay. Um, I remember one time the judge ordered um, me to do uh, co-parenting classes with my ex and it was $250 per session. And he didn't care how I paid for it, but it was a mandate. So how can you mandate someone else that financially doesn't have it, but you're saying, and then had to go every single week. Okay. So I want to be able to be that vessel to that mother Mm -hmm. who's struggling and to be able to provide pro bono services. But there's also a catch to it. One thing that I'm real big on, it goes back to accountability. We will not serve a woman who will not turn around and give back. Right, right. And that's so important. Yeah. That's so important. So they have to be willing to give back and sow into another woman. Mm -hmm. And how, if we can touch on that, like how, what ways are they able to give back? Absolutely. So women always need mentoring. Right. Right. Um, one of the things that in terms of a long-term goal is I would like to open up a G-I-G-Y thrift store, a girl okay. thrift store, right? Um, that's an employment opportunity, mm-hmm. an opportunity for them to give back. Okay. Or when we start making some, doing some of our initiatives in terms of um, schools and helping young women set up apartments, that's, that's really- a give back by sowing your time. Because okay. it's not about the financial aspect right really matters definitely definitely yes that's something that is so important I know that I'll be able to somehow help and be able to sew into it um eventually I'm going to do a master class for some young girls to be able to publish their good their books so that's something I'm definitely passionate about and I just feel like with girl I got you I will be able to somehow work with you to set something up so that's something we can talk about later absolutely I can see it honey I can see it (laughs) so are there any ways that listeners can support your nonprofit? absolutely um so donations if anyone knows anything about a 501c3 a 501c3 and we which we are because you were here nonprofit, but then they're not a 501c3 we are 
actual legitimate nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. um, and there's several ways you can donate via to our website, which is www.girlIgotYouInc.com. Um, and there's also a form on there where you can nominate a woman, a single parent that you feel like could benefit from our services. Uh, so you can donate financially or you can donate by nominating someone. You can donate your time. Um, another way is there's uh, this thing called through Amazon. We all shop at Amazon and it's Amazon Smile. And it's just like you're going to the normal Amazon, but when you type in Amazon Smile, it allows you to choose your nonprofit organization. And when you purchase from Amazon, a portion of that proceed will go to the organization that you have chosen. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, so we'll definitely make sure we put the information out about that as well. So how can we support you with purchasing your books? Oh, absolutely. So I didn't get an opportunity to mention cleaning out my closet. Okay, let's talk about um, that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's the second book I wrote. And um, it's called Cleaning Out My Closet, How the Truth Will Set You Free. And that's actually my journey through really finding myself, being confident in who I am as a woman mm -hmm. in ministry and really identifying what is self-love. And we all can relate to spring cleaning, how we like to purge our closets, get rid of clothes, get rid of shoes, oh. um, deep cleaning. And the book actually talks about that from a mental health perspective. Okay. What are the things that we need to clean out of our temple, out of our mm -hmm. mind, out of our spirit? Um, and I think it's a book that every woman, every woman, I don't care who you are or what walk of life you're from, you will be able to relate to something in this in book, book, cleaning out my closet, how the truth was. Okay. Okay. And so both of those books. Um, so we have wounded, but not broken and then cleaning out my closet. Now, would you say that, um, would you say that men can read the book too? Or is it just catered towards more so women geared? I definitely think that um, men can read the book because I talk mm -hmm. a lot about love and relationships. Okay. Um, and I challenge the readers. Um, there's an activity in the back of the book, which really challenges the readers um, to identify the things in their closet that okay. they need. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, definitely. And how can we pick up a copy of your book? Sure. So if they would like a signed copy, they can go to my website, which is angelbartlett.net. If they don't want it to be signed, they can always get both of the books off of Amazon as well. Okay. All right. And do you have, so I am, so as you know, my company, Grace for Purpose Publishing Company, so we're geared towards helping people become authors. So how, what route did you take to publish your books? Um, so the first one, you know, first I, I, I want to tell you that I'm so grateful to see you being a young African-American woman and really stepping out on faith. And, Definitely and appreciate that. That's a need, right? Mm -hmm. When I first saw that, I was like, you go girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> because there's been so many people who, who have come to me like, hey, Angel, I really want to publish a book. 
how did you go about it? Mm-hmm. Girl, it's trial and error, okay? Yes. Person, um, you will see there's a fundamental difference between um, the language and the errors, right? Okay. Because you live and you learn um, versus the second book. The first book, it was, for lack of a better word, in terms of publishing, editing, and all of those things you have to go through to um, produce a book, mm-hmm. I, I lack knowledge, right? Okay. Second go round, cleaning out my closet, I educated myself a lot more, um, looked at a, a variety of different companies and how I wanted to do things. Sure. But with that, as I'm sure you know, because you're an author yourself, mm-hmm. it can be extremely costly. Yes, right? definitely. And, and time consuming. So you have to be diligent and accountable about right. Um, so that's why I think when I saw you, an author mm-hmm. yourself, in starting off, what a great opportunity for all the women that have reached out to me for me to send them your way because I can't coach you. That is not my gift, right? I just tell you if you have a story, write it, but it is not my gift to coach you how to write your book because I can't do that, right? That I try to stay in my lane. Okay. Um, so I would refer them to the experts and you're being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you self-publish your books or you went through a publishing company? So the first one is self-published. Okay. And then the, se- the second one, I went through a publishing company. Okay. How was your experience with going through? We, we know the experience with going self-publishing because I, that's what I've been doing is self-publishing. So what was your experience like going through a publishing company? So this publishing company, I, I have nothing but great things to speak of. Good. Them. I think that they were beyond phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I like the accountability piece because it was once you invested your money, if you didn't meet that goal of having that manuscript to them, definitely you lose out on your money. Definitely. You have to hold people accountable to say, if you have the vision, write Mm -hmm. it. Um, So it was a great company, great, a lot of great resources. They helped my book be Amazon bestseller. Good, Um, awesome that I needed um, to really market. So no, no mistakes in, in, in terms of that. Oh, uh, whenever God gives me my, my third book, I'll be coming to you. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate that. So the reason that I asked, you know, which route did you go? Because there are some different types of publishing that people are not aware of. So when we talk about the accountability part of writing a book, it's important to do the research before you choose, you know, are you going to self-publish? Are you going to go a traditional publishing route or are you going to do a hybrid publisher? So that is all about accountability as well. You need to know what you're getting yourself into. Mm -hmm. So are there any upcoming projects that you would like us to know about? Absolutely. And I'm (laughs) glad that you asked. (laughs) Um, So I definitely would love for people to stay connected um, whenever possible uh, via, I, I try to keep Instagram updated as much as possible, but I have a major women's conference that I am okay. next year. It has not officially been announced yet, but it is coming. It will be May 15th in 2022. It will be my very first all women's conference. And the title is called Girl Get Back Up Again. Okay, I love and that. 
Thank you. And it um it's 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 gonna be a heavy hitter. Uh I'm going all out for uh for Jesus. <laughs> Let's go. I love that. Okay. And so it's gonna be a non-traditional conference because I'm non-traditional and I just believe that women should, and of course, as you know, May is mental health awareness. So I was very um specific about having it in the month of May. Um, and we're going to have some heavy hitters there. We're going to have an opportunity for a lot of vendors to come. Again, um, it's going to be all white for restoration and renewal and pink. It's going to be white and pink, pink for meek, mild and femininity. And so I I, we're um, super, super excited to finally uh, give birth to something that I have been fearful of doing mm-hmm. what God is saying, go forth, daughter. So. Definitely stepping out of your comfort zone for sure. So, how can we connect with you on social media? Absolutely. Um, so, my Instagram, I have two Instagrams on social media, um, which is Angel B Speaks. And that's where I talk about, you know, you can be learn more about my agency. And of course, the things that I'm doing. And then, of course, we also have my nonprofit, which is Girl, I Got You, Inc. Uh, just, like, just like I said it, that's on Instagram as well. And we are also on Facebook. We're a little bit more active on Instagram than on Facebook. Okay. Um, but definitely those are the best routes to stay connected about what's going on. And for all of your listeners, if you are a woman, you do not want to miss this conference next yes. year girl get back up again so is it going to be in virginia it is it's going to be in northern virginia northern virginia okay so you guys have time to plan miss angel will be putting out some information about this conference soon so make sure that you follow her on her social media platforms did you have any final thoughts that you want to leave us with any advice Absolutely. I would just say if you are a listener and you are listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to just push, push, push until you give birth to every seed that God has planted in your belly. And always remember that faith without works is dead. So you can have faith all day that it's going to happen for you, but you have to put your work behind your faith yes definitely be accountable everybody but thank you so much for joining us tonight miss angel we definitely appreciate you and thank you guys so much for joining us on grace for purpose podcast be sure to subscribe on all platforms and we will definitely be talking with you soon take care